Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. The is ready to celebrate. Here comes a one-two pitch. Red Sox win the World Series. Five to one, the final tonight. You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox by Red Sox fans. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 36, and the Yankees lose! The New York Yankees got swept by the Boston Red Sox for the second time in a row this year. Uh, My name is Brad Chandler. With me today, tonight, whatever we want to call it, is my good friends, my co-host, Ryan Brady. How are we doing tonight? I'm doing really fucking good today, Brad. How are you? I, dude, my, I, we'll have to talk about the whole weekend mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and whatnot because I wasn't in town. But we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, also with us tonight, we have the late guy showing up. He was busy with his dog, Sapphire. Shut we the have... fuck off. God, I hate you so much. I see how we this have, is going. We have our good friend, our co-host, Grant, from Iowa. How are we doing tonight, buddy? Man, like, just for Pete's sake, you're going to do this to me. You're going to do this to me. Showing up. It's good. To, it's good to be on. No, it's it's definitely good. To, it's it, you know what? It's good to not be a fucking Yankee fan this weekend, dude. Oh Holy my God. shit! So I spent the entire weekend, and I'm not. I can't really shit on him, but I spent the entire weekend uh, this weekend with my old foster father, and he's a ginormous Yankees fan. And uh, when I lived with them, I was a Yankees fan, and then I saw the light and whatnot. So every year. I go up to their lake house, my old foster parents' lake house, and I go up during a Red Sox-Yankees series on the weekend. And I just so happened, I was like, hey, you know what? I usually go up on July 4th, but there are going to be a lot of people up there for July 4th. This weekend's the Yankees-Red Sox series. Perfect weekend for me to come up. Perfect for me. Holy shit, man. Friday night, click. Saturday night. 
click. And then today I was just like, all right, I'm sick of this shit. Let's go on the boat. I'm like, come on, man. Let me at least watch it. But how was your guys' weekend? How, besides the Yankees game, how was your weekend? Fantastic. Good. It was fucking hot out. Well, personally for me, it uh, wasn't great. Found out my computer's motherboard is shot, so I got to buy a new computer. <laughs> Ooh, that's but, shitty. Yeah, it was a yike. But, you know, the, the Yankees-Red Sox series picked it up for me, so I'm back to being in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure that, Grant, you're okay, that, like, like that everything's okay with you. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. And by Grant motherboard, for- I know we don't actually mean motherboard, but cool, 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 cool. Um, I'm very uh, – my weekend was, was a beautiful weather here. Birds were singing. Everything was chirping. Socks are winning and sweeping. But, but Grant, I'm really concerned about your – Motherboard. Uh. Oh, God. Do we have to talk about his <laughs> Oh, my God. Does it include peanut butter? No. Does... Mar- 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 marshmallow fluff? No, I don't have any of that shit. Too sticky. It gets funny. Right. Shelly, everywhere. it is. It's too sticky, says. Too sticky. Too okay. sticky. Okay. Not, a, not all fe- fat people eat marshmallow fluff, you fucking stereotypical piece of shit. <laughs> Well, I'm a fat fuck, and I eat marshmallows. (laughs) If I'm the thin guy, there's a real fucking problem here, buddy. (laughs) Well, you're probably the thinnest one here, so you're the representation on the other side. That's never happened to me before in my life, so thank you very much. Now my weekend is fantastic. There we go. See you now. Good start. We're off to a place to start. I'm the thin girl in the sock sweep. This is great. All right, guys. So this weekend we had a... uh, a great, you know what? We're also in first place. Okay. Yeah, because the Rays lost today. Gotta love to see that. Jesus Christ, man! I wish they would like lose a little bit more. Like we went, we swept the goddamn Yankees, and then like the Rays are just like, yeah, we're not gonna suck this weekend. And then they're like, oh, you know what? We'll just let the Angels beat us on Sunday, and, and Otani is gonna hit dingers and whatnot. Did you guys see the guy from the Mariners who got ejected? For the illegal substance. Oh, yep, saw that. Uh, some, I think his name was Santiago. They're trying to say that it was rosin and sweat, and it was like the third inning or something like that. And I, they ejected him, and now it's got to go to Major League Baseball. So we got our first person who's been ejected due to the sticky substance. I think they just yeah. realized that uh, no one had gotten ejected in the week, and they're like, "Oh, well, we got to make sure that people know that we're actually doing this." So uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> I just got to say, I love, love, love that they checked Cole after the first inning. He lets up four runs. And, and then they're like, hey, uh, excuse me, sir. Um, you know, can we, can we check out your, you know, your hat and your glove? And he's like, ah, for Pete's sakes. Right? <laughs> it's like what you guys weren't watching. You couldn't tell. I wasn't using it. My favorite so far has been the Orioles knuckleballer that they had. Yes. To fucking check. Oh, my God. It was like. This guy literally needs no spin at all. He wants no spin. He, he, you can't can't calculate the spin rate or whatever. His his RPMs are literally zero. It's just like it's just. If he ha- imagine if they did find that shit on him. It's like, dude, what? <laughs> it's like, okay. oh yeah, dude, need that spider tag for my knuckleball. Really helped uh, get the negative spin on it. Yeah, Col- Cole's reaction was was fucking priceless because he was like, really. Really. I, just, I just had like the worst first inning I've had in like five years. And you're like, sir, we need to check your person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's a bit 
bit ridiculous. Uh, they're doing the check. They're actually doing them randomly, but I guess with you know Cole and Bauer and whatnot, and their whole the fact that their spend rates have actually uh, been going up in an upward trend over the past couple of years. Um, those two are definitely going to be checked. Then you got people like Scherzer and DeGrom who are going to end up getting checked. I don't know why DeGrom. I, I think if DeGrom used any of that stuff, I mean, he'd have like a, a zero ERA. Yeah, just a zero. Like, like he's, got a, so he's got a point zero five zero ERA right now. Like, imagine if he was using spider Attack. There's God, no fucking amazing. Yeah, the guy would have a zero ERA, and he would still be fucking hitting dingers and fucking hit the ball all over the place. Remember the time that Garrett Richards like outdueled him? Remember that? That was awesome. (laughs) It wasn't Richards; it was Pavetta. Yeah, you're right. It was Pavetta. Well, of course, because he's the best pitcher in the staff. Dude, Garrett Richards is so pathetic. I've been clowning on him on Twitter so hard this last week because, like, I've never seen a dude who like literally like embody the definition of a spin rate merchant. It's like, man, like that's just, it was his entire identity. He took it away and he's just bawling into the media. It's like, I just can't pitch anymore, man. I can't do it. I, I feel like I'm kind of, I'm kind of one of those people that are like, you know what? Like, fuck you for cheating. But you know, then it's also like, fuck you MLB for, you know, not stepping in years ago and stopping this Back whenever, because now you got these pitchers like Garrett Richards who who embodied and had that whatever it was, even if it was rosin and sweat or or sunscreen and rosin or whatever it was. I mean, you're using a substance that you're not supposed to be using, and they were able to do it for, and he's been doing it for nine and a half years, and all of a sudden they're going to stop it. The guy doesn't know how to really pitch. He does it. It's so it's, and, it's and, and, and in all honesty, like. Okay, I can see where you're coming from, where it's pathetic. But you can't just put it on the pitcher. You have to put it on MLB as well. Well, no, because here's the thing. It's like, um, like, because people are now shitting on Kime for, uh, you know, Richards uh, struggling now. But it's like, he couldn't foresee that MLB would suddenly give a shit about sticky substances. Same with right. the Yankees signing Garrett Cole. Like, they signed him, and uh, he's still going to be a good pitcher, but he's not going to be that elite of elite anymore. Well, they look at the Dodgers. million for. The Dodgers yeah, are stuck Bauer. with freaking Bauer for at least two years. Yeah, but Bauer's having a much more respectable season. They just showed the stat today. I don't have it memorized off the top of my head. But the first half of the, of the starts this year for Garrett Cole were great, like barely a one ERA. Now his second half uh, starts in the After. season. Yeah, he's almost four and a half. So, I mean, the truth really is like he's going way the wrong way. You just hate to see it, though. You really do. <laughs> I don't know if you really hate to see it or if you just really hate to see it. (laughs) Well, it's all perspective, right? You know, it couldn't happen to a better team. It couldn't happen to a better guy. For Pete's sake. Yeah, for Pete's sake, you know. A guy literally – I can't believe he said that. And in all honesty, dude, when the spider tax shit was coming out, uh, public relations for the Yankees should have just came out and been like, all right, guys, listen – this is exactly how we're going to handle this. <laughs> we're not going to answer any questions. We're just going to say, I respectfully decline to answer. In that sense, they would be able to go, okay, well, they've been using it. 
but they have no proof. And when you sit there and you go, for Pete's sakes, guys, I, I, I don't, I, 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 you expect something better from Cole. I don't know how to answer that. Like, are you shitting me? You know, you bring up a really good point, though. The Yankees PR director has to be fired immediately because, like, first they had A-Rod steroids and, like, he couldn't get the team in check on how to handle it. Then he had, you know, every third player in the Yankees beats their wife or girlfriend, right? And then they still don't know how to handle it. And now you have it where your ace – you know, gets caught with a text message to a trainer about a sticky situation, and now he he can't he can't even fucking handle an easy softball question. Like, when does the PR the crack committee of the PR staff in New York Yankees get together and get it right? You hate to see it. Yeah, it's it's another one of those man. You hate to see it, or you just really hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's, the 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 stuttering over the question, and then like he was saying, I don't know. And I still have to say that uh, I believe it was Lisa Adler from The Athletic asked him, uh, was that a 95-mile-per-hour changeup that you threw for your last pitch? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, how? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was cool. I like I that. Was, uh, that was not cool. That was cold. That was great. I loved it. Like, how? Like, how did you throw 95-mile-per-hour changeup today? Uh, he looked like shit today, though. In first pitch, as soon as that first pitch went over the plate, I was just like, "Gone." He get freaking just—he just stroked it. Sure did. I can't believe it. Like Kike, of all people, that's what we want out of our fucking leadoff hitter. You know, <laughs> like do something, get on base. That like, core is motivation. That's it, right? Like I'm, I'm gonna put a little Danny Santana, run. a little Chavis, <laughs> and then he's like, "You know what? I hear you. Good on Kike." If Kike stroked him, what did Rafi do? Because holy shit. Rafi fucking <laughs> pimped it. Like, dude. He likes doing that against the Yankees. At least once a series, he's like, I'm going to fucking demolish one. Remember when they said he couldn't hit fastballs? Do you remember that? That was I funny. I can't remember mm-hmm. what earlier this year when the Astros yeah. threw him like 50-something in a row. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, he really couldn't hit fastballs. He just forgot. He just forgot how to hit them. I don't insane. know, but when it comes to the Yankees, he just remembers how to do whatever he wants. I like that about Rafi. I like that. His defense just becomes better. His offense is just fucking elite. Um, <laughs> he fucking fell over. Pulled like a Joe Castiglione in the ALCS, fell out of his chair. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Devers is been, he's fantastic. Elite. Yeah, elite. Martin Perez, he just shows up and starts shoving against the Yankees, you know? Gives them a whole, like, what, three innings? How many fucking yeah, innings? Right. How many what? innings did they fucking have? It, how many innings did he fucking pitch? Because I'm getting sick of that shit. Did he go three or four? I'm not 100% sure. Thinking about it right now. He came out in the fourth. Uh, okay, so you went like what, like three and two thirds or three and a third, something like that. A solid, a, a solid three and two thirds. <laughs> you know, Christ, don't even don't, it, three and two thirds. And why are we letting this fucking guy on the t- uh, on the team pitch three and two fucking thirds innings? Like, hey, I got a question. Yeah, like, go ahead. Is there if Matt Andrees can't come in when it's like a seven run lead? 
<laughs> when yep. when is the spot that you is it just after Garrett Richards lets up like nine runs in two innings and then you're like, okay, like he doesn't pitch anymore. He's the freshest guy in the entire roster. But like, what's his spot? His spot is about to be DFA'd. Okay. What's funny is uh, I would say that, but uh, Garrett Richards is like like free falling so far down the list. Like it's like is he going to take that spot? I think that both both something's going to happen with both of them. I like, I think Idris is going to be first though. Yeah, yeah Idris has been terrible. He's been the so only, bad. The only positive thing is though is he was sucking before they banned yeah. the substances. So like we got to assume that there's a reasonable chance that he doesn't suck because of lack of substance. So therefore, maybe in some upside down world, like he can flip it back and take ownership and bring it the fuck back. That's what I'm calling. He needs to start cheating. I'm tired of this shit. Everyone who's struggling, just start cheating. Like, let's go. Fucking move like your it. ass. It's take fucking uh, Andres and, and have him fucking turn it around like Taylor did. Right. It's, Listen. Josh Taylor's been so good this year. Like, literally, maybe. he had that awful April, and then since then, he's just been lights out. Yeah, he should hold like a workshop for the other pitchers and be like, "Hey, thanks everyone for coming. Please, you know, please grab a pen. You know, sit and just kind of like <laughs> fucking workshop it and be like, look, so you've had a bad month.' Yeah, here, here's how yeah. I decided to start pitching. Good, you, you guys should start doing I, it too. I've been right. pitching to a zero earned runs in the past 21, 22 and a third fucking inning, and I'm still at a three something ERA. You guys could fucking do better, right? Like, maybe it's time to, sh- to share the knowledge just a little bit. And, like, while you're at it, like, explain to Darwin's in, like, how to throw a strike consistently. He's, it's automatic that he's going to walk at least one dude when he comes to the mound. Like, you got to get him in clean because, like, if you can bring him the bases loaded, like we've seen in the past, he'll just walk a dude home. I got to say, <laughs> watching watching them bring in Yaxio Rios uh, today in the ninth inning, I was like, what the fuck are we trying to do here? Like, I don't trust this guy as far as I can fucking throw him yet. You know, because he's had, what, three outings so far, and two of them have been like, eh. He's better than Andres. <laughs> Dude, I could pitch better than Andres, and I can't fucking pitch. Dude, yeah, I, I you... throw a mean palm ball. They should put me on the rotation. I could throw <laughs> a nasty, nasty changeup. That's about it. Like, my, my changeup probably tops out at, like, 48. So, so. Yeah. my fastball is probably like 59, 60. Uh, I'm going to feel that in the morning if I fucking try to do that. That's what I'm fucking yeah. saying. That's me going all out, though. Oh, like, yeah. I'm, like, Brad, Brad 68 into the zone. Like, I'm going to fucking tear my fucking rotator out. <laughs> That's what's going to happen if I try throwing 60 miles an hour. So, you know, uh, like, Perez wasn't that good, but the starting pitching in the series was pretty good. Like, Erod and uh, Nate especially. Holy shit. Nate well, put Perez, an amazing start. Perez did give up three runs. None of them were earned, though. So you got Yeah, defense was a bit brutal. Yeah. Yeah, so you have that. The defense had uh, one error. I don't remember what the uh, the runs were scored on, but I mean those were the only three runs that that they scored for that yeah, game. He kind of like a- he like bent but didn't break, you know, kind of thing. And you know, I thought he was he was kind of finding a good spot. Um, they, they yanked him kind of early, so you know it, it's tough to really kind of hold that 
against him, you know, because we don't know what he would have done for another inning or a third. But uh, he definitely he maintained himself. But he also had like a really long delay. Like he had like a thirty-five minute inning. That that's always tough on a pitcher, I think, because he came out looking great. But then just to sit for thirty-five minutes, it's great. Your team's putting up runs, but it sucks to sit that long. Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. How many pitches did he throw? I like sitting, so I don't know. Like maybe that would maybe that's wrong. Yeah, Perez threw 67 pitches within the first three innings uh, into the fourth inning. Uh, so in three and two-thirds, I mean. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Motherfucker, I hate my goddamn computer. We need to get his pitch down, uh, pitch count a little lower. Um, 67 in less than four innings is kind of, uh, you know. Um, any Anything on the Friday night's game, guys? The uh, the Yankees do love fucking hitting double plays. I mean, they're oh my that's their, that's like their sweet spot. If you're like, you know, what are they really good base, at? The base is fucking loaded. Yeah. Dude, I would hate being a Yankee fan so fucking much. Over all three of these games, like there were moments where like like one swing could have put them back into it, but every single time they failed or like hit into a double play or like just a back breaking fly out. Yankees Twitter <laughs> was fucking freaking out. Um, they should all be. day today. They it's should like, be. I'd be fuming. All right. Yeah. So, uh, how many of us here uh, do a yearly bet uh, on the Yankees Red Sox? I do not. All right. So, I do a yearly bet with a guy that I work with. I'm not going to mention his name, Mike. And um, <laughs> it's okay. He won't listen, anyways. Um, so, yeah, it's my, my cock. My cock. Yeah. yeah. It's my cunt. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So this guy I work with, we do a year every year, right at the beginning of the year. This isn't like mid-season or even like the first time that we see each other. At the beginning of the year, we shake on it and we do a uh, – it's a $50 bet. After the first series, he went up to me and he was like, I'll give you the $50 right now. But <laughs> if the Yankees end up winning, you have to pay me 100 I was like, nah, I'll just wait. And I'm like, bro, I'm, I can't wait to go in tomorrow to hand him the broom. So that he can just be put because he fucking hates it when I bring up the Yankees suck. It's like, yeah, because in all honesty, he is not one of those guys that come up to me and be like, "Oh, the Red Sox suck." But I mean, like, I'll, I'll go up to him and be like, "Yo, the Yankees suck," like legitimately. But um, there is another guy at work that I'll go up to him and I'll put the fucking broom on his desk and he'll be like, "What the fuck's this for?" I was like, "What happened yesterday?" 
You know, the thing that I don't get, you know, like I said, I'm stuck in New York, so I'm listening to New York broadcast. They keep kind of talking about, are they going to add, right? Are they going to add? And I'm like, not for nothing. They were barely over 500 last year in a shortened season, almost the same point this year. They're about the same place. They're barely a 500 baseball team now for about a full season from last year into this year. Like, what are you going to add? What do you think? Like this team, they just don't have an identity, really. I, no. And they were talking about it because I had to watch Yes as well because I was in, in New York. But um, they were talking about how they need to um, – they they don't know who is the captain of the team. Like who's, in, who's, who's the leader of the team. And that's not – you got someone like uh, Aaron Judge. You have DJ LeMahieu. You got Garrett Cole. You got all these guys. You know, especially Garrett Cole. The guy's getting three hundred something million dollars, and you don't know if he's the 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 head guy in the fucking uh, in the uh, locker room. Yeah, I, it just seemed like every time Judge came up in in a big spot, he didn't deliver the big hit. You know, he got a, a shot today, but it's kind of like when it didn't matter as much. Um, they just don't really have that guy. And you can see there's really no one patrolling. The slider away on either him or Stanton. They, they yeah. just can't edit. I mean, and, and credit to Stanton, he gives you that nice menacing look like he's going to really fuck the ball up. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm, I don't but know. He doesn't. I do not understand how, like, pitchers could sit there and watch that guy because literally every time he comes up, like, he scares the shit out of me, and it's not because I'm afraid he's going to knock the ball out. He scares the shit out of me because of the way he hits the ball. If he contacts the ball and the ball go towards you, you're either going to, A, have to fucking put that glove up really goddamn quick, or B, you're going to be dead. He'll just die. Dude hits the shit out of the ball. This is the, the, He hit Tanaka in the face last year with a line drive. Was it last year? I think it was. I think it was. It could have been either last year or 2019. But either way, he hit Tanaka, and I swear to God, I was I was waiting for him to be pronounced dead. Like seriously, like the way he hits the ball, it's 117 miles per hour off that fucking bat. But but he just isn't really that clutch, though. Like no. like I'm not saying he's never gonna have a big hit, but like generally speaking, Gary Sanchez tends like he you know he can get a big hit here, a big hit there, but like Judge. It's early or it's late, but it's never when it really matters. You know what I mean? Right. And that's got to fucking drive Yankee fans nuts. I don't. I don't see. You know, I. I'm gonna give a hot take here. I don't see Judge staying on the Yankees. I mean, especially when you have a contract like uh, Cole. You know, Stanton. Um, they're that's, gonna. That- Honestly, Brad, that's how I, I think they fix it. You know what I mean? Like, like if you trade Judge with a year to go, you're, yeah, you're going to get some stuff back. There's no question, especially a year where his strikeouts are down and his average is up. He's hitting the ball hard. You know what I mean? And he's not on the DL 15 times right now. You trade him, yeah, there's going to be a team that's going to want to want to sign him long term. Put you know, put fans in the stands, and that's how you re, kind of rebuild it. But they have just too many guys who are just boom or bust. Yeah, but if you're trading Judge, like you're committing to like a two or three year rebuild, the Yankees don't do that. Like they will, they refuse oh, to rebuild. <laughs> they're refusing to go over the uh, the luxury. No, uh, yeah, that's the thing too. They're not going to go over the luxury tax. Like they aren't so, going to do it. I mean, if they're planning on doing anything, they need to do. They need to shake it up. 
and they can't get rid of Stanton, and they can't get rid of Cole. The reason why they can't get rid of Stanton is because who the fuck's going to take that contract? No, but it's like to me, you look at look at Hyman, let, let him be the you know the non cautionary tale of making a bold move, you know, moving Mookie out to the Dodgers. You know, how's that? How's that? It didn't take long to kind of, you know, bring the team back around because it shows with some financial freedom and some good young players, you know, what, what that's done. Yeah, the Yankees don't think with their, you know, think with their. No, they're, yeah, they're kind of stuck in a solid, like, second place, you know, kind of mentality. And that's great, except for the fact that, you know, it's been like that now for a while. Good, not great. Yeah, so something's got to be uh, shaped up. They need to shake it up. And that's basically what it boils down to. You know, you can't. And if you look at their schedule coming up, it's not nice. Like, you know, they got Houston, they got Boston, they got to go, got to go out to Seattle. And I'm like, damn. I think I think they have one easy series in the next four. And it's like, now they're know, playing the Angels, right? That's pretty easy. They're playing the Angels, then they're playing the Mets. That's not easy. And then they're playing the Mariners. Out West, don't like that. Yep. Then they're playing the Astros for three mm-hmm. games. Then we're coming back July 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th. We got a four-game series at Yankee Stadium. How fucked up would it be if we just went and took all four of those? I'd be <laughs> clowning every Yankee fan that I know for like the for like the whole week. It would be so fun. I'll clown Yankee fans for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you oh. lost 10 in a row? That's bad. Yeah. That'd be pretty pathetic. Like and not not just ten in a row. You like lost ten in a row to your fucking rival, your biggest rival. All right, so then we got uh, wait, we got we got the Yankees for July fifteenth through the eighteenth. Then we then they got the Phillies for twenty twenty first. Then we see the Yankees again at Fenway for a four game series, July twenty second, third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth which I'm assuming the 25th is probably going to be a night game. It's going to be a Sunday night uh, Sunday night baseball on ESPN. Then they face the Rays. Then they get the dude, Orioles. Then they get dude, the Mariners that, again. That was that was over a month, and you gave me two series that sound good. You know, that you, they got the Angels, and I think you mentioned they had uh, – Marlins? Marlins? Yeah, so, or the Phillies. Uh, the Phillies. So I'm like, in the next five weeks, they have two series that look like they're – Yep, pretty good series. Man, that's that's a tough schedule. And that's really – you'll know where they are at, at, at the deadline because they're going to have to beat good teams. And What's the next number? 13th. The 12th and the 13th, I believe. 12th is home run derby, 13th is the all-star game. They probably give the day after to kind of come back. Are we are we planning on doing anything for the, uh, for the all-star break? Grant was going to bring Sapphire to. Uh, do we want to do a home run derby watch along? That'd be fantastic. Uh, I will if I can. I might be working that day though, so I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got plenty of time to let them know. <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. Watch along. Now, well, I, I I think I heard that Pete Alonzo is that right? That he's going to go. Yeah. Ahead? Yep. Boy, he's not having to. He hasn't backed that season up at all. And then who else? Who else is in it right now? You got Pete so Alonso. So far, it's just Shohei Otani and Pete Alonso. That's all I've I've heard. I just don't want any Red Sox on it. Yeah, right. 
Unless you want like Danny Santana to participate, like I'm totally okay with that. All right, so the home run derby is on the 12th. The All Star game is on the 13th. Uh, which one do we want to do a watch along for? 12th, 13th, my birthday. Nobody cares about your damn birthday. Thanks, Brad. Wow. You yourself. Yeah. Wow. You're like, Jesus, you're, like, Brad. you're like fucking 48, right? How old are you? Now I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna like <laughs> have a response to that. No, I'm not 48, Brad. What are you like, 43? This is what happens when everyone hates on the skinny girl. This is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. I've been used to, Grant, I've been used to this my whole life. Oh my god. Yep. This is what it is. Wow. It's over. How old are you? Me? Yeah. I'm 41 right now. See, I wasn't too far off. I mean, maybe 48. 48 was probably. I did say 42, didn't I? I mean, you came back quite a bit. I mean, because you're what, like 16 right now, right? Hey. (laughs) Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. Sapphire's about 16. (laughs) No, she's not. In dog years, baby. She's 16 times what? What is it? 16 times 7? She's Isn't like, that... I think she's four, so she's what, 28? Oh, oh shit, Grant, 28. As he That's fucking focused right oh. back on his face. Yep. Yep. She's hanging out. Yep. Hey, Sapphire. She's vibing. Boy, Glaber Torres sucks. Dude, yeah, he's pretty many, bad. How many, uh, how many of the Yankees actually are good? Gio Urshel is good, but he's a complimentary player. Like you know, like how's Clint Frazier? That guy sucks a bag. How bad? How bad is it? You know, and and I I don't knock Aaron Judge enough, but how bad is it that you have to put Aaron Judge in your center field? How bad is your outfield when you have to put Aaron Judge? This fucking six seven, two hundred eighty pound fucking guy who uses all of his lower fucking body uh, to do anything. And you want him to fucking cover the most ground in your outfield. The guy who's been having problems trying to stay uh, stay healthy and has had lower, like, extremity problems. And Did you, now- see, you see Saturday night? He went all out for that catch. I mean, he tried. Like, God bless him. He tried. But he just <laughs> Oh, it rolled past him. Oh, that good old Aaron Judge giving the full good old college try. Just couldn't fucking hack it. Well, I mean, putting Judge out there is better than having Gard- Gardner out there, I guess. I mean, well, he, that was he was in right field on Saturday. Oh, and, he, and he still sucked at that. Yeah, that was fun. That was nice. A full extension. And it, like, if he was just three inches taller, he would have had it. There, remember that fucking catch he made against the Blue Jays while we were recording? Holy oh, shit! I'll insane. never forget that. That was crazy. That's the only applause I'll give Aaron Judge for the year. Fuck you, guy. Yeah, he does that at minor league stadiums only. That's his move. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Ah, what else? Uh, today's game. I didn't actually get to watch the entire thing today. I haven't actually watched an entire game throughout the the, the weekend, but I know of everything that happened. Uh, my weekend was me pretty much partying and uh, with the game on, but uh, not really paying attention, but trying to pay attention. So 
Uh, it was it was a team effort that you know this weekend. Like you know, today uh, was today was the game that I was the most surprised about because um, I was told that Garrett Cole was good. <laughs> I mean, he gives up a, a first pitch home run to Kike, right? Then he walks the next guy. Um, so he did he? No, he doubled. Verdugo got a double off him. Then he walks uh, JD Martinez. I believe he popped up Bogarts. Then Devers had a three-run bomb, so now it's 4-0. And I believe he threw almost 30 pitches in the first inning. Yep. And I was like, my my Yankee friend, my uh, my old foster dad, he's like, oh, all you guys got to do is score two runs, and uh, you won. And he was almost right because, you know, we scored six, and they only scored two. Yep. Now, now, Grant, I wanted to check with you real quick. I, I mentioned to Brad before. I'm starting to get a little nervous with uh, Matt Barnes. Doesn't you know? Kind of led started off Thursday night. You know, just didn't really look clean. Uh, you know, to me, he didn't look real real solid. You know, Friday night as well. Um, and I, I can't remember. I think it's like half the uh, of his appearances in the last 14. He's he's let up at least one earned run. What we feel about what's your trust meter going on there, Grant? He definitely doesn't look as automatic as he was to start the year, but he hasn't really completely fucked a game up yet. So I, I still believe in him. Uh, he definitely hasn't looked as sharp of late, but I still trust in him. Do you have any concerns with like this spider attack with him? Because like his curveball, that knuckle curve, did not have that bite the other night. Yeah, I haven't seen the spin right numbers, but I'd be interested to see that because I would not be shocked at all if he was one his, of the guys who benefited from that. Right. His curveball used to go twelve to six, and it now does a like a one to seven. Yeah. Type type deal. It's kind of like a, a a. Would you call it a slurve? It's got a little bit of that, that slurve action, but you know he really battled. You know, on I think it was Saturday night. Or Friday night, whatever it was. It was, he was Friday because he didn't pitch Saturday. Yep, and he was really battling, and he, you know, he kept staying to it, and he finally got a good one, you know, uh, for a strikeout. But, but it, I think it's just kind of on my on my uh oh list, you know, like kind of put it in the in the concern pile. Worst case scenario, I mean, Ottavino's been automatic of late, so if Matt Barnes continues I to regress, Ottavino will become the closer. Mm-hmm. Ottavino came out, he threw 13 pitches uh, and 10 of those for strikes. And then Barnes came out, he threw 19 pitches and 14 for strikes. I mean, he's keeping it in the zone. Oh, what's going on? And, yeah, he just couldn't put anybody away, you know? I mean, he he, I, he ended up putting away someone because he got the save. He got, like, he got the double play there. The, yeah, the Boy, ball. Garrett Whitlock, though, man, he he had a little bump there for for a little while. I think it was like you know mid May, something like that. But wow, he's been so good. He's been His, so good. And the Yankees just gave him to us for free, <laughs> and then they gave us out of you know and Frank Herman. Like they you gave know, us two of our best pieces of our bullpen, just like for shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah, you know, you keep hearing like people say like, oh, next year, you know, put him in start rotation or whatever, but. If you're out there thriving like that, it's kind of hard to to say. You know, remember Daniel Bard? You know, it doesn't always it doesn't always translate. You know, kind of thing. But, you know, not saying not saying that it can't, but man, he is electric out of that time. I think I think that we're going to end up seeing Whitlock next year as a starter. Think so? Yeah, I, I do because that's kind of where they want him. They haven't made him a starter yet, 
because if something does go wrong with him and something it, like they have to take him off the 40 man or whatever, he goes back to the Yankees and it, the Red Sox don't want that. And I don't even think Whitlock really wants that. He's like, basically he's got the mentality right now. He's like, these fuckers gave up on me. I'm here to stay. Oh, he's, he's reminding everyone, every appearance that he, that he's definitely here to stay. I just when I when I see someone come out, and, I mean, he came in a spot today where the game could have definitely got out of hand for sure. And no, oh, oh. oh Sapphire getting frisky over there. <laughs> yeah, she likes to sweep too. She does. Oh, what's wrong, Grant? I'm muting because she's very loud. Oh, who cares? Let Sapphire sing. <laughs> yeah, so what, what else? JD's starting to find his stroke back a little bit. You know, it was nice to see because he's been a little cool, you know, for a little bit. Vazzy's got got his stroke back today. He hit a fucking bomb, a solo shot. Yep, and like JD, like he was cool, but like not really because I mean, he had that hitting streak going. He just didn't, he wasn't hitting for any power. He wasn't hitting for shit. He wasn't getting any ribbies. He wasn't getting any extra bases. He was just. He's thinking out some singles, bro. He's like farting <laughs> out singles, dude. He's like, yeah, you got a problem with small ball, Brad? No. no. <laughs> when it comes to JD Martinez, I'm expecting a little bit more than small balls. I mean, small ball. How about Hunter Renfro thinking about singles, man? Like, this guy, it's unbelievable what he's doing. It really as is. As long as his singles are like to the opposite field, I am extremely happy. I love the way how he like he just pokes it right out to right field. And defensively, damn. Yeah, I, I, I was completely one hundred percent wrong, and I don't know too many people out there that can say that they thought that Hunter Renfro was going to be a uh, pretty much an all star. Um, never mind a starter, right? Fi- uh, a right fielder who starts on an everyday basis for the Boston Red. When he ended up signing with us. I mean, signing a everyday outfielder for $3 million, I, you can't tell me that you actually imagined Hunter Renfro playing not just right field. Everybody thought he was going to play fucking left field. No, he's he's honestly, he's kicked uh, Verdugo over to left field. And maybe Hunter Renfro's mom, maybe she was like, listen to me, my boy's going to raise his average at 280. You know, everyone's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I was I was fucking <laughs> looking at that earlier today. It was at 276. I'm like, this guy was at like 216 like a couple months ago. And yeah. you, you got to love it considering how many people just completely like were shitting on like Renfro and like Kyle Bloom for signing him. And just Renfro's just been shoving it up everyone's ass. He's got one fucking nine assists. He's, he's got two, up. two more years of control, too. He's got nine Yeah, because they got him for arbitration. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. 
Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. It's, it's just honest. It's it, it's cool to see a player come where it's obviously a fit, you know, with with a manager, you know, in the ballpark, you know, in the city. Like, and he's definitely it, – it's good for everybody because, you know, good on Hunter, but, you know, good on, good on Heim, you know, finding another piece. All right. So uh, we say we keep Hunter Murphro. Uh We still have another year of P.K. Hernandez. What do you think is going to happen with our outfield? You know, obviously, Duran's going to come eventually. Well, that's my that's my whole. And, that's that's what I'm trying to say. It's like Duran's going to come up. You've got Verdugo. You've got Kike Hernandez. You got Hunter Renfro. What are you going to you going to bump uh, Hernandez up to second base again? Well, then you got that whole problem with like, okay, well, what happens? Do we keep Arroyo? Are we going to bring up Downs? So I think. Oh, Oh, yeah. I just, I definitely think there's going to be a lot of creative moves because I've had this thought process with myself. It's like, okay, what's the future of the Red Sox looks like? And the truth is you got to put a lot of thought to it because the more you think about it, like the more gymnastics needs to be done in order of like who needs to be moved. Because like, yeah, like Duran comes up, obviously like that pushes Kike to second and like, well, we don't want to get Arroyo out of the lineup. But like, where we put Arroyo then, like, are we moving Arroyo to first? Has he ever even played first? I, mean, I guess anyone can play first if you uh, try hard enough. But, like, then, like, uh, we're probably moving Dahl back then or, you know, Chavis. But it was already assumed we moved Chavis. But uh, pretty much it's a shit show. Like, Because Cassis will come up within a, uh, a year or two as well. So yeah, like, I, I see Cassis probably at the end of next year. Uh, they want him to get a full, yeah, yeah. full season uh, under his belt. And then I, I I would almost assume that he's gonna just go he's gonna go straight to AAA next year, and they're not even gonna think about putting him anywhere else. Yeah, I was thinking you know my my crystal ball here you know tells you know Duran, Renfro, and Verdugo will make up the outfield. Kike won't take second base. He's gonna be signed really for what he was what he should be, which is super utility fourth outfielder, infield roving in, you know infielder. Uh, Downs, I think they're going to wait until he's totally, 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 totally set. Everything's ready to go. Um, so I think the, you know, Arroyo starts second base, you know, next year would, would be the goal unless Downs is just demolishing the ball. And let's not lie, Arroyo, for as much as we all love him, seems to get knocked, not, you know, injured, you know, a little bit here and there, get, get some nagging injuries. And, you know, Cassis, as you said, I agree. I think by the end of next year, I think Bobby Dahlbach gets – Another year, but I think that you know they definitely look in the off season to kind of supplement Dolbach's first base, you know, with with someone from the left side. It's a good thing that Kyle Bloom is our GM because he's a guy who loves trading dudes. Because we're going to have a lot of trade chips within a year or two. A lot of yep. dudes are going to have to be moved, and uh, we're going to need a guy who's creative, and we have a guy who's creative. So yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. The future is very exciting for this team. Arroyo is pre-arb. He's $581,000 is what he's getting right now. Oh, nothing, then. <laughs> and I believe he's a free agent in 2025. 
Okay. So it doesn't look like Arroyo is going anywhere anytime soon. Um, Brandon Workman is probably going to get booted soon. Yeah. Uh, Danny Santana, someone needs to boot him. We're, Why is he still on this team, dude? I don't know. What, He's what, so bad. Sincerely, bring Franchi back up. Yeah. Who did he piss off? Well, everyone, did- because he... Hitting 150, but 150 is still better than what fucking Danny Santana is doing right now. So who cares? Like, man, Santana has been so bad. <laughs> he had a good series this series, didn't he? Like, oh man, he hit a couple of singles. It's very <laughs> tragic that that is what's considered a good series. <laughs> I mean, the guy is only getting paid one and three quarters million dollars. He's getting 1.75 million dollars. And this year, I mean, that's basically fucking just pennies. I guess that's why they're probably... Brad, if you give me $1.75 million, I'm going to find a way to get on base. I'm going to lean into one, okay? <laughs> I, I'll be very... You I'm going to get discerning. hit in the fucking head every single time I go... Oh, I'm sorry. You can't yeah. walk into that, sir. Like, Funk. how hard is it to get on base at a, a 200 clip? Like, seriously. I would have all kinds of body armor like you've never seen. Uh, you know, I'd walk up with a fucking suit of armor on and just be like, yep. It's like, it's me. It's your boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, Raphael Devers uh, uh, questions after the game today? Oh, no, uh, I'm sure they were like- great, though. It sounded like Pete Abrams asked him, who's like, uh, have you ever hit a ball as far as you did in the first inning? And he and Raphael just goes, Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I love Raffy so much, dude. He needs to be a Red Sox for life, like guaranteed. How much longer have they gotta pay him? Like like a year? We're coming up to that point, aren't we? I don't know. Hey, I do get a little nervous about that though. Is you know, Heim really never was in a position to really dole out these, you know, big extensions, you know, whatever like that's not really like a, a, a Tampa Bay way, right? Just a little nervous that, uh, you know, I kind of want to see him commit, you know, let, let's get Xander signed. Let me, let me see that he's willing to flash the big money. I'm sure he'll be able to do it. Uh, Devers is ARP 2 um, next year and ARP 3 in 2023. And then he, he's a free agent in 2024. That can't okay, so, happen. Okay, so they don't have to extend him this year or like even like next year, but it'd be it'd be preferred. Like, why even let him get close to free agency? Like, especially like right now, where like it seems like you can sign dudes for maybe a bit cheaper than like you mm-hmm. would be able to because we're post just after a pandemic. Yeah, it's like buy out a couple values are a bit yeah. down. Yeah, buy out, buy out a couple of years of free agency, you know, kind of make it work for everybody. And, uh, you know, that, that would be, that'd be great. Just lock that shit down, whether he's our third base, first base, DH, whatever is going to be in the future. He obviously is very comfortable playing, uh, 81 games at Fenway and playing against the Yankees. And that's always a good thing. And the other person that we have to worry about is, uh, Bogey, who has a, uh, player opt out after the 2022 season. And I believe that he's going to end up opting out because of the fact that all the good shortstops are going to be taken. Yeah. yeah and he'll, uh, and he's going to get paid and he's going to get big yeah. paid. And yeah, uh, he, he should he be. Wants, he <laughs> wants to get paid. 
and, and he should. He should yeah. get paid. I mean, I'm on offensive stats for shortstops. He's number one in like everything. <laughs> and if you if you do to him what you did to Mookie, which I was okay with the Mookie bet, uh, the the trade, but you can't do it twice. Right. Xander's the captain of this team. Like it's his team. Like everyone in that locker room listens to him. I feel like if you trade Xander or if you let Xander walk, I feel like that's like huge blow to like the team's, you know, just the confidence and just the vibe in the locker room. Like you cannot let him go. You can't. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm just thinking that, you know, when, when you take a look at, um, you know, the situation here with Xander, you kind of think, you know, oh, excuse me one second. Oh, someone's about to get their ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm just going to kind of piggyback off of what I was saying earlier. Like I said, Xander Bogarts, you can't let him go simply because you've already did this with uh, with Mookie Putts. You let let a generational talent go. And like I said, I was completely okay with that, uh, especially with the returns that we got from it. But um, letting, letting Xander go and saying that, oh, we don't have the money. That's not going to fly. That that isn't going to well, fly. Well, it's not going to fly. You're, well, because like you can make the argument like we actually didn't have the money before because like they wanted to get into the luxury tax because like we would have been like our fourth year in a row. Like this time, no, we have it reset now. Like we're going to be under it this year, so it resets it going forward. We have the money, uh, pay him. Because <laughs> the thing is, like Xander's the guy who should be a Red Sox lifer. Dude's been here since like 2013. Like I remember like in 2013 watching that team like watching him it's like oh look at this rookie look at this guy like uh yeah showing out for the they, team yeah they came uh, he came in and uh because Stephen drew was the shortstop and they didn't really trust will middlebrooks they ended up uh putting xander over there in third third and oh well look, well look who's bad did you have to do fatherly duties my dog just destroyed uh <laughs> there was a chicken for dinner my wife didn't put anything away. And, oh, no. uh, Wait a minute. Did your dog do what the dogs did in A Christmas Story? Oh, yeah. Daisy got it. <laughs> she got it good. Yep. And, and I heard my son just like, no, no. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong? And, uh, yep. So I just want to make sure everything was okay. Um, and Daisy has a full belly. Uh, that's great. Um, but now <laughs> it's quite a mess. And, and the wife is going to be no dinner. pissed off. Yeah, no, no, I'm screwed. Hey, I did want to say one one thing I was going to say to you guys. What's the odds that you think, though, that Xander kind of sits back during this offseason, lets Trevor's, you know, uh, was it Trevor Story? Uh, yeah. Like some, some of these guys kind of sit, Javier Baez, I know he's second, but like let them kind of set the bar. Then, That's what he's going to do. He yeah, has to go do like, it. Yeah, let, let, let the whatever dollar figure current market is – and then if he wants to say, I should get a little more because, you know what, I've been here, whatever, okay, right? You know, but this to me would be the, the off-season to try to really work and hammer, hammer it out when you see what the current market value actually is. Well, looking at Xander his contract like, right um, now, I'm gonna, we're looking at his contract right now, and he's guaranteed to get uh, $20, $20 million this year and $20 million next year. Uh, 20, 40, 60, 80. He's guaranteed another $80 million on his contract if he does not opt out. When he, Which he definitely sorry, is going 100, to. $120 million, Sorry. Like, if Xander wants to get paid, paid, he will do that. 
I have actually difference... a pretty decent feeling about Xander that he might take a bit less than what he could because he just seems like a guy who wants to be a red stock for life. He really I does. Honestly, I honestly think if you if you drop in like an extra 10 a year, he's going to say. He's going to be like, yeah, why not? No. Yeah. Wait, t- 10 per year? 10 million. Uh, more. More. Not 10 per. 10, oh. 10 million more. So he's at 20. So... Like what? What Tatis get? Thirty? Thirty mil a year? Uh, I, I think he's actually his annual average came out to that. Um, yeah, I mean, what's the point, y'all, really, of of moving on from Mookie just to say the next guy up that's really going to command, you know, big? We're going to move you out too. Like you know that 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 I think would send uh, a very concerning message to both the fan base but the, the players themselves to say. What we're only good for, you know, we, we can't make a career here. We can only make, you know, a couple of years, and that's it. All right. All right. So, Tatish Jr., uh, his is kind of a weird contract. Because, they, I mean, they, they extended him, like, very early on. Yeah. Yeah. But, so. well, like, he's getting, he's getting $11 million this year, $5 million next year, $7 million the year after, $11 Those are arbitration million years, in 2024. Yep. Then he jumps from eleven million to twenty million. Then he jumps from twenty million to twenty-five million, and then he jumps from twenty-five in twenty twenty-eight to thirty-six million in twenty twenty-nine. Now I got into this yep. argument with somebody earlier about this, and I was like, um, I was asking about uh, Wander Franco and what team he'll be on, and of course, you know, most of the people that came in <laughs> yep, said that, that. he's going to end up on the Yankees. And then somebody else was like, oh, it's just like Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to end up on the Yankees. I'm like, why Why is everybody automatically assuming that the Yankees are the only team that are going to be able to pay anybody any money? I don't think that anybody's going to take on Fernando Tatis Jr.'s contract in 2029 and say, yep, we're going to eat half of his contract at $36 million a year. And he has no deferred money. I mean, yeah, in 2029... 36 might not even be that much. One, two, Tatis will probably still be in his prime <laughs> because he's so young now. Well, he's going to be 35 when his contract ends. The uh, the Yankees really haven't gone out other than Garrett Cole and gone like breaking breaking the bank, you know, for anyone you know in recent history. They really haven't. Um, that was a trade, and even still, that was a trade, trade. where my, Miami had to take some money back into it. Like it's not like they're like, oh, best free agent. We got to have them. That's kind of a Yankee move of the past. Well, yeah, the, everyone just seems like it's the Yankees in the 90s where, like, every high-profile free agent is going there automatically. Like, these right. dudes don't want to spend over the luxury tax. Like, you guys know how pathetic that is compared to, like, the, like the Yankees of old. It's like, <laughs> we, we don't want to go over the luxury tax. It's, it would have been like, we can't do your, that. Fuck your luxury tax. We'll, we're going to spend every fucking bit of minute, uh, money on uh, on – buying players so that we can win a World Series. Boone would have been fired. Cashman would have been fired. I mean, come on. We all know this. Yeah, like You can really see, though, just what a difference a manager makes. I mean, not that the Heim didn't add some you know, real good players, but, man, you bring Cora back, look at the Red Sox rolling. Boone, they're stuck in neutral. And, I mean, you know, every team has injuries, but, I mean, you know, Judge has been there. Stan's been, been there a lot. Frazier's just – He's a non-factor, you know. They need to get rid of him. 
He's he's literally just sitting there taking up a spot. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's not what you want to see if you're a Yankee fan. You know, I, obviously, I love to see it, but uh, you know, things you just hate to see, right? Hate to see it, but man, it is true though. Xander's got to be Xander. That that's the move in in this offseason that I want to see more than any other move. I'm, is Xander I'm going five. I'm going five to ten mil for uh, extra. So he's either he'll stay for either twenty five to thirty anywhere between twenty five and thirty mil a year. I can see him signing for like probably like twenty twenty six or twenty seven. You know, and that's no, that's about where I, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. How old is he? Right What's his age? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. So, so yeah. like if you eight years guaranteed and a couple options, you know, you know, thrown in there with some buyouts or something like that, I think that would be. Sign me up for that shit. You don't think he'll go to first? Because, like, later on. No, he wants his money. He, want, I, he wants that cheddar. Is, well, he does have Scott Boris as his fucking agent. Yeah, that used to be a big thing. Yeah, now, it's, now it doesn't mean shit. No. It just kind of depends on the player. Yeah, just Especially on when, when you've got Rachel Luba managing freaking or being the agent for Trevor Bauer. How the hell she got that contract for Bowers like beyond me? Like forty million the first year, forty seven the second year, and that's the player option. And then he gets like twenty six his third years, and that's another player option. Now you guys know the story about Xander when he got signed by the Red Sox, right? Yeah, he was he was actually sick. They went to go check out his brother, and his brother was like, "Was it his brother or was it a scout?" Said to watch this kid, whatever. And then Xander had like the flu or something. They ended up uh, showing he ended up hitting and playing and whatnot. Then he was like 16 years old. See the story that the story that I read was they went to go specifically see Xander, and when when the ownership went there, the mother said, "Oh, you're here to see the brother," and mom knew it. So by default, they signed. They said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And they ended up signing Xander and his brother just to make it look like classy. But then here's the, the part of the story that is great. Brian Cash was on the radio and admitted this one. The very next day, they had a verbal agreement, Xander and the Red Sox. Cashman comes the next day and he says, we'd like, you know, we'd like you to be part of the Yankee family. And he said, I've already given uh, my commitment. And they said, well, did you sign anything? He said, no, but when I give my word, I give my word. God, I love Xander, dude. What, what, that's like, such, a char- such a character guy. Like my God! Yep. Like that's that's, that's a leader. Fucking that's See, a I've leader. never, I never heard that. But yeah, that, that, fuck that, it. Give, I, this, the, give him forty million. I'm sorry. Fuck right? it. Give him forty. I don't care. Give him forty million <laughs> and a C. Forty million. You just you just heard it. Grant just signed off on it. So let it be written. So let it be done. Yeah, yeah exactly. he's gonna he's gonna fight Alex Cora to the death the next time that. Uh, Arroyo is. I don't know. I, I was already in the. I was. I was in the hospital for like a week after that, dude. I, I mean, Cora packs a mean punch, dude. Like, <laughs> we love AC. Uh, we tougher hate than he looks. Roster. Yeah, lot, lot tougher. I'm going to. I'm going to see uh, AC and the guys on Tuesday. Uh, my girl and I were going. We're going to see nice, the Royals. Dude. Hopefully, hopefully it's a win. It's Raphael Devers bobblehead night. These Royals are. Pain in the ass, man. They should be mowing the shit out of them, but no bueno. Well, they just swept the Yankees, so I mean, anything is possible right now. Now, now who's that? You said that's a Pavetta night, right? 
It is a Pavetta night. And I believe yeah. tomorrow night is a Richards night. Ugh. Yeah, that Shot is that going to be. Ah. Dude, Richards, is, Richards is done. Richards is done. He's not going to be an MLB pitcher by the end of the year. He can't. He can't throw anymore. Like if you've listened to his press conferences, like you know, like he's literally said, uh, after like them getting rid of the sticky stuff, uh, it's a miracle that I made it this far in the league. Now that this is gone, <laughs> he literally said that. So actual quote said, "It's like I'm glad I made it this far into my career before they banned the sticky stuff." <laughs> he's done. Did you? He can't throw his curveball anymore. You see who's opposing him tomorrow night too is now I, I know certain people don't believe in ERA at all anymore, but Danny Duffy in his microscopic elite 1.81 ERA uh, returning after a little stint uh, of injury. But you have he's having a legitimate, that good of a year. He's a Jesus. super talented left-handed pitcher coming against Garrett. I don't even know how the fuck I'm still in this league, Richards. Yeah. Man, that's crazy that Duffy's had – he's a good trade chip for the Royals if they end up selling. He's a – oh, perfect trade trade chip. Yep. All right, what about Brad Keller? As a trade chip? No, 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 no. I want to know how he is because that's who Pavetta's pitching against. Oh, he's – it's what – yeah. Brad Keller is the kind of starting pitcher you want to be going in. Yes, Brad Keller is not what you call that Elite. No, he's definitely not elite. Um, I mean, he's probably like a really good, you know, like number four, number number four on the uh, in the scorecard, but number one in your heart. And I think that's important to know number that Brad four Keller for the Detroit Tigers. He, Brad right. Keller is going to let you know that he gives a shit when he's out there. Like he's not going to hey, pitch guys. well. Hey guys, you know what's crazy? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Is that like we swept the Yankees and like we don't even have Chris Sale or Tanner Houck here yet? <laughs> I God, was I, reading, I was reading something on uh, online, and it was uh, Cora was saying it was like, how good is it that you know all these teams are going to have to trade and they still can't get a Chris Sale? <laughs> right. <laughs> like how dirty? How dirty is that? Like. Yeah, you guys can trade and get whoever you want. You'll just never have a Chris Sale. No, and, and you think about it. He's throwing you know, live batting practice now, which is like what he would be doing at like the end of February. So he's got like a month of rehab starts, and then he's, I mean, yo, God willing, ready to go probably beginning of August. God, I'm so I feel bad ready. for I'm so ready. I'm so, 
I'm 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 fucking horny for it. I and am that's direct. <laughs> there you go, Grant. Fucking dude. That's all for Sapphire though. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, she's gonna get it. <laughs> you guys need to stop. All right. <laughs> Listen, Grant's Jesus family's Christ. gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh, why do they keep talking about Sapphire like that?" Don't worry yeah, about my, it, mom. No, my my dad will get it and he'll be fucking laughing his ass off. <laughs> I, if, if you told me though, by the end of July, early August, right? Maybe Perez is long relief because Andres has been DFA'd, right? Richards yeah. Richards is DFA'd. Uh, so you got Sale and Hauk now added to the rotation. Well, why, why, why are we DFAing these guys? Why can't we try and trade them? Don't you think somebody like the uh, Tigers will want someone like Martin Perez? No, uh, Martin Perez. Sure. I want to keep on, on the roster. I want to keep you know long relief. Okay, so you want to DFA Santana? I'm fine with that. And no, no, no. I want, Garrett Richards. No one's going to want to trade for him, right? That's that's you know he's just going to be like see you later. And, and, you know, the other one, you know, Matt and who's going to want to trade for, yeah, really, he's going wrong. Well, what about Santana? Santana, same thing. Like, to me, that's the kind of where you you try to put him on. He's probably going to clear waivers. And if you can stash him down in in Wooster for a little bit in case of an injury, cool. But, I mean, your rotation is going to look like, you know, you're going to have Sale, Evaldi, Hauk, you're gonna pray that Erod kind of finds it, and then the real oh. ace, Nick Pavetta. Can we can we sidetrack real quick because we're gonna end yes. pretty soon? I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk at all about Erod. He had a really good start today. He looked really good today. And yeah, uh, right, after all, uh, I, I, a lot of us have been shitting on him, rightfully so. But I, I really wanted to give him credit for today. I thought he looked really good. Yeah, he, he he looked all right. He looked good. You know, he gave up two runs in six innings. I'm glad he went six innings. Um, I. I'm tired of the whole, like, oh, he's been unlucky. Oh, crap. And it's nice to see that he had a start where he went more than four innings. Um, I'm happy for him. I don't hate him. Well, yeah, I, I you can't know, sit here and, and, and take the, uh, take the oh, he's not as bad as everybody makes it. He's just unlucky. At some point, it it's not unlucky. It's You're giving up the hits. You're giving up the runs. You're not going four-plus innings. I just hate living in a hypothetical world, dude. Like, and uh, I feel like it happens all, all the time with like talking about advanced analytics with starters. Like, I, at some point, I want to see some real world results. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the turd in the punch bowl here, but like, he let up a screaming single that if we're not playing in Fenway Park, that's another run. I uh, can't remember who it, I, it may have been Glaber that hit it. Uh, can't remember, but I mean, it was loud off the wall. When you can only get a single, that was a home run anywhere else. And then Marwin made a fucking hell of a defensive play to bail him out when Luke Voigt was up, or that's probably, you know, two runs. So, I mean, I'm still not, you know, he still puts a lot of base runs on. It was a, definitely a big step in the right direction. Um, but let's be honest, against a, a team that doesn't score many runs, the Yankees don't score many runs. We can't we can't go both ways here. We can't sit here and say that oh he's he's crap and he's giving up runs, but he's you know his, his numbers. And then we can't be here like oh well he played against a crappy team. Got to give him his credit where his credits too. No, no, he pitched well. But what I'm what I'm saying is it's still like you know it still wasn't you know perfectly clean. It's a step in, in the right direction for sure. Um, and, you know, let's see you know, how his arm bounces back. I'm glad he gave him length. You know, I thought that that was really big. Uh, this is, these were the last the last two outings that we had. 
uh, from our starting pitchers were what the uh, the relief pitchers, what the bullpen really needs, especially going into a four-game series against Kansas City. Yeah, yeah the bullpen really need, did need some rest, for sure. Like, that, that – uh, I mean, Adovino out, out out ended up going, you know, three days in a row. Uh, Barnes went two days in a row. Um, granted, Friday really shouldn't have counted. Um, there were, what was, not Friday, uh, Thursday. Right? Was it Thursday? Yeah, that was the uh, – I was tracking my days. The walk-off, uh, yeah. like, bad pitch or whatever it was. Yeah. Bad, that- bad everything. That was not on him. That was on Vasquez fucking up the throw to second and moving a runner to third. <laughs> yeah, we we talked about that. I don't know if you heard it, but we definitely talked about that. All right, guys. That was a yikes. Um, a fantastic end to the weekend. We swept the Yankees. Uh, we have the Yankees in, I want to say, two more weeks, three more weeks, I think. We play them like six times, eight times. We play them a ton like that. very soon. Yeah. So we we have the Yankees coming up soon. Um, we have the Royals for the next four. Let's pull up the stats for that. And Royals. All right. So next four days, we've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We have Richards versus Duffy. Uh, how do we think that Richards is going to do in that game? Uh, it's going to be bad. He sucks. Uh, he's bad now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just have a little gut that he's going to show you a little more, but uh, it's it's still not enough. You know, I think he you know he might go five innings, four runs, but not what you want. All right, so we I got. Tweeted, uh, go ahead. No, sorry. So I tweeted before his last outing. Uh, Garrett Richards is probably going to give up five runs minimum, and then he gave up five runs and got yanked, and it made me look like a profit. And I'm probably going to tweet the same thing again, and it's going to come true again. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tuesday, we've got Nick Pavetta versus Brad Keller. Uh, this is the night that I will be going to the game. So what are our predictions? I think Pavetta will probably have another good one. I think we probably win that one. Pavetta probably goes like uh, probably like five, maybe five and a third, giving him like a, a run because he has p- uh, pitch count problems. Brady? Uh, Nick Pavetta will go six strong. One earned run, look like a champ. Shock yeah. the crap out of Brad, Brad Keller. Go. I'm going eight innings Fuck for Nick yeah. Pavetta. Uh, he's going to give I'll up two Rams. runs. He's going to give up two runs, and then Adovino is going to come out and close it. Love it. Don't I don't dislike that. What, All right. What, what's the um, matchup for a third game? I've got Martin Perez versus Mike Miner. Good game. Yeah, I'm going four and two thirds for um, Perez. How many runs? Four. Ooh. I say uh, Perez goes five innings, uh, three earned. Yeah, I like that. I think it's a Red Sox loss. I think Mike Miner wants to pitch his way out of Kansas City um, as a trade chip. <laughs> All right, so now we have uh, on Thursday we have Nathan Ovaldi versus. Now I believe this was supposed to be one of the guys that started the last uh, time we we faced the Royals, but he ended up becoming like there was a starter and then he came in. Um, Chris Bubik. <laughs> Bubik. 
<laughs> we could call yep. him Sapphire if you'd like. Shut, okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Shut, okay. Anyway. Okay. Sure. Anyway, uh, I think Nate goes uh, six and two thirds, uh, two earned runs. I think he has another great outing. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I like that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead. Yep, Grant. He, Grant's correct right now. I'm gonna go six, six okay. innings, and he'll give up two runs. Negative Nelly over here. <laughs> I got Sox splitting the series though. A little bit of a Debbie Downer. Right, well, do we see the Sox still being in first by the end of the series? Uh, I think they take three out of four, and uh, I think they. I don't know who do the Rays have. Like over the next That's four. What I'm looking at. I think I know the um, the Yankees have the Angels, so the Rays the Rays are off tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, they look like they are in uh, Washington. I think we're still first then. The Nats are hot. Yeah, I think we take uh, I think we take three out of four, and uh, we stay in first. Yeah, I like that. I like the prediction. Uh, <laughs> yes, very good, Mister Grant. Yes, keep that. Keep that. That works good. I like staying in first place. That's a good thing. Um, we'll try to try to do that. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like really, if Richards has another just god awful two innings, and he's got to get out. I don't know how many starts you really can give, especially when your pitcher is telling you, I can't pitch anymore, before you say, we've got to do something. Uh, phantom leg injury, maybe. I'm cool with that. I don't know. I thought that there was going to be a phantom injury uh, before his Mets start. Uh, there wasn't, and he came out and he did good. Maybe there's something that Dave Bush can end up getting getting him to do for this, uh, this outing to where he's not as shitty. That would be cool. I wouldn't like, mind seeing it. No, like less shitty of a performance? That sounds like a good idea, Grant. I've got no faith in Garrett Richards, dude. He's gone. <laughs> when, yeah. when, you're, when, a, when a pitcher is going in press conferences and literally saying, I am nothing without sticky stuff, it's probably up to us to believe him. <laughs> so, yeah, Richards sucks. Uh He's literally, like said in press conferences, he's trying to develop another pitch that he can actually throw because he can't throw his curveball anymore because he can't grip it and he can't throw it properly. 
how many starts do you think they have helped throw down in, in Wooster? Like, what's what's the minimum? Because I think he's built up to about four or five innings now until they say, let's give it a go. I have no idea, man. I'm say, I, I would I would say by August. Uh, him and Sale probably come at the same time, right? Give cool. that big in, that big injection into the uh, rotation. Yeah, that would be that would be gnarly, honestly. Duran comes with him. All three uh, just come and just rip the shit out of things. God, yeah, I'd be right. so happy. All right, guys. So we have one, two, three, four more series. Uh, we have two series at Fenway uh, before the All Star Game. We've got the Royals for four. We got the Athletics for three out west. We've got the Angels for three out west. And then we have the Phillies, and that's before the All Star break. I kind of don't. I kind of don't mind the way that our, uh, it's going to end for us before the All Star break. I think the, I think the Athletics are going to be a little uh, should be a preview. Yeah, yeah, they're a good baseball team. They I'm always so are. They're, they're, they're similar to the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-hmm. Oh, very. Well, then the, I mean, the A's have been doing like that kind of like low budget maneuvering forever. Yeah, the Razors uh, kind of in the new gen version of that, just like the better version, because they've actually yeah. won playoff games. <laughs> I feel the, the the biggest thing to add on is that West Coast trip. It's like you're playing the Tampa Bay Rays, but way out west, where it seems like the Sox always kind of struggle. But nice part is that you're coming back for, for the Phillies, and they're really going in the wrong direction. Yep. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. The only well, the thing is, like, you just got to get past like Nola and Wheeler. And like after them, like you're pretty set. <laughs> well, let's hope. Uh, hope we can finish the uh, the first half of the season off on a good note. We definitely want to make sure that you know we're staying at first going into the All Star break. That would be nice because nobody else in the world fucking predicted that. Everybody else predicting the Yankees and the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are what like four or five games back of the Giants. Yeah, but that's Dude, more on the Giants. What though, even? Man. What even is baseball this year? Like the Giants have the best record in baseball. It's it's the Giants, then it's the Astros, then it's the Red Sox. I honestly, like, <laughs> and and I don't mean to like, I'm not trying to give the the Astros any kind of like credit or whatnot, but I mean, I think they're the bad boys this year. I think they're the ones that are gonna fucking go all the way. Oh, they're like the to use the wrestling term. They're like the heel of like of Major League Baseball. And, like, they're going to play that role perfectly. I thought it was stupid that anyone was going to count the Astros out going out into this year because – I mean, look at I, last year, dude. They almost made it to the World Series. I think, like, I think we got to wait are see, so good. see what the White, White Sox do. You know, that, the White that's Sox a are hell of a team. Hell of they a have team. a really good minor league system. They can make moves. They can add – you know, probably add some payroll in there. Uh, wait back and see. No, you're right. I mean, you, you got the Astros and the White Sox. They're two very good teams. And uh, right now, you know, I just, I just think the Astros are way too good of a team, way too good. Back, I think probably the best batting order in baseball. Like honestly, like just one through nine, like they're unstoppable. But that's confusing because before the season started, I read that the Yankees had the best batting order one through nine. <laughs> so now I'm sure, confused. Sure did. Yeah, I, I, I'm confused there, too. The Yankees are the prohibitive favorites to come out of the AL going into the, this year. The Yankees it's could literally have the Tampa, Bay's, uh, Tampa Bay Rays 
uh, lineup, and they would be favored to be the best lineup. And the Tampa Bay Rays could have the Yankees lineup, and they would be like, no, no way. And then the Rays would still win. It doesn't make sense. Like, if you're honestly objective, they can't beat the Red Sox, and they can't beat the Rays this year. So, like, how do you expect to actually, like, be good if you can't beat the teams ahead of you? They can, yeah, they can't beat the teams that are clearly better than them, but right. they beat the teams that, like, you know, they should be beating. Like, you know, like right. they beat the Orioles and, like, they beat the Blue Jays. Yeah, the Blue like, Jays are pretty good this year, but, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if the Sox struggle, struggle against the, the Royals, but the Sox play real tough against Tampa. I agree with Cora that, you know, like, they're, you know, one bounce away from winning that series. Sweat the fucking Yankees. Like, they're doing really well against, the you know, the good teams. They're really not getting, you know, smoked out by some really good teams, although other than the Astros. The Astros clearly. Dude, the Astros in that series, like to, in my opinion, like the Red Sox were just purely outclassed, and like yeah. that was like the series they convinced me, like, man, they really need to make a move at the deadline sure. if like they really want to seriously compete this year in the playoffs. Because yeah. if we run into the Astros, we, they're going to spank us. Yeah, if we if we meet up with the Astros in the postseason, we're screwed. They're, I'm they're not, not feeling it. Passed. No, if we play the best of like five or whatever it is, best of seven, I'm not. I, I don't feel it. I don't think that we have a chance. No, that's why the playoffs are such a crapshoot because you never know if uh, the Tampa Bay Rays or something you know, take care of it for you and, and the matchup's a little more right. favorable because the Astros are, yeah, they, they play nails against the Sox. They're, they're a hell of a team, but, uh, you know, all Boston can do is, you know, kind of keep taking care of the business in front of them and they keep on trugging along. And every time they really take a step back and you think, oh, shit. They come back resoundingly, and that to me, that's really what you want to say. Yep. Well, we lost the series to the Tampa Bay Rays, and then we came back and we swept the Yankees. I mean, that's that, fantastic. That's a, yeah, well, that's a response, and then some. And considering that last Tampa Bay game was probably like the worst loss of the entire yeah. year, like this is a very good response series to that. Absolutely. Like, know, I thought I, I had always, I've always felt that when um, like a team loses and they go into a series where the opposition ends up winning. Their series, it's a tough – it's going to be tough against each other because, like, the Red Sox lost a series to Tampa Bay, right? So I thought it was going to be a tough series, this series versus the Yankees, because they just won a series against the Royals. And I was like, all right, so, those, so the Yankees are going to come in. They're feeling hot and what, whatnot. The Red Sox just fucking got their asses kicked by the Tampa Bay Rays. We lost to one of the worst. We lost the worst way that you could possibly lose, right? Then you have to fly in, and you don't get batting practice or anything like that because you got in late, and now you're facing against a team that has probably been here since the night before, and because they had a night, uh, they had a day game on Thursday, so they're all rested up, and you're, it's like, oh, this is not going to be. A-. And then they won the first game, and I was like, oh shit, and they yeah, won the second game, and I was like, oh shit. And then, and then they was tonight. I didn't even get to see the last outing because we were leaving uh, the last out. out of the game. Yeah, I, I know. I, I found out like 20 minutes after we left because there's like no service where we were. <laughs> and I pulled out my phone and I got a notification. It's like Red Sox win and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. And oh, man, every time something happened to the Yankees, like they were like Cole gave up a bomb. I just put LOL. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. That out. It's like, what else can you say? You know, it's good seeing the Sox play well at Fenway, which is so odd to say, 
right? But to sweep at home, you know, where they've been, you know, really scuffling kind of kind of at home, but going through, taking care of business, and and, and putting some runs on the board. Kike started that guys. Yeah, I, I I have to I have to give Kike a round of applause because he didn't strike out, and he went after the very first pitch. He sure did. Holy he shit! Sure did. Like I can't, I can't even believe it. Cora, Alex Cora really showed like why we love him so much. He moved Kike to that seven spot. Kike started feeling comfortable. He puts him back in the leadoff, and Kike looks really good. Like it's insane. What, like you know, shuffling a guy around in the order to build his confidence back up will do. Kike's looked really good these last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, he looks good. Not hitting in the leadoff spot. <laughs> Yeah, and then today and then he looked really good hitting in, and, in the leadoff spot. Right? Isn't that some fucking crazy shit? Like you just gotta build guys' confidence Alex, back up. Yeah, it's taken a while with like Garrett Richards and Matt Andrews, though, uh, and Danny Santana. But generally speaking, yes, I agree with everything you're saying, bro. He's, well, he needs uh, some general talent to work with. That's where uh, Andrews and Richards are uh, kind of like losing him there. <laughs> fucking face, dude. That's true. So just give Richard some goddamn sunscreen. Let him do his thing. Fuck it. Let the yellow jacket do his thing. Whatever they're calling him. He, he wasn't using sunscreen rods, and he was using fucking some kind of spider tech mixture of some sort because his spin rate is down like 500 RPM on like his fastball and curveball. Like he was just, not using sunscreen and rosin. Yeah, just coincidental. Rosin. Just coincidental. That's all. Coincidental. I said that before I saw the spin rate numbers because I. I'd, I'd seen a few people say, like, oh, but his spin rate isn't down. I blindly believe them. But then someone actually pulled up the spin rate numbers, like, whoa, that's really bad. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty bad. All right, guys. Uh, Royals, we're going with the 3-1? Uh, 3-1. Three, three, one. Three, one. All right. Grant Brad at 3-1. Ryan Brady's... Uh, Shun the non-believer. <laughs> Shun the non-believer. All right, I guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, give give a minute and uh, let the outro play, and everybody else have a great one. Sapphire, go Sox. Thank you for listening to the Pesky Report. Make sure to follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pesky Report. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, please make sure to leave us a review and a comment, and let us know how we're doing. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Oh, God damn it, guys. We did a fantastic job tonight, guys. Give yourselves a round of applause, guys. We're still recording, guys. Give yeah, yourself a round of applause. Yeah, yes. For Pete's sake. For Pete's sake. For Pete's sake, guys. You guys got to stop talking about this fire attack. All right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.